Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Brookie. AJ. (laughs) So we were talking about the other two in the last um, podcast. And I really do like on the other two that they call her Brookie. And every time they would say it, I was thinking, are you going to let me call you Brookie? You can call me Brookie. I I just, it's been a while since anybody really (laughs) called me that. And I never like really stuck. Like people would call me that here and there, but like my family didn't really. Yeah. Um, we're just not big, like, nickname people. Right. And he also calls her B, which I really yeah. like. That's really cute. No B. one has ever called me that. Yeah, because my good friend is Beatrice, and we call her B. Oh, I love that name. Mm-hmm. So cute. We have a really cute children's book. Have you ever read Love Z? Mm-mm. There's a character in it named Beatrice, Aww. and it just especially made me love that name. Yeah. I have to show you. So we just got a few updates that we want to chat about, right? Yeah. Before we dive what's, into our big topic. What's new, Amanda? I mean, I talked about my shower curtain last week, but I didn't really tell you much about I it. I need a, a like a more in-depth description because the shower, new shower curtain is a big deal. It is. Because, okay, so my bathroom, you are familiar with it, but I'm just describing it to others. Our house kind of has like a little bit of like a farmhouse vibe. Um, Our bathroom is like this really pretty, what would you, how would you describe this blue? Because designers have like a million different ways to describe blue. It's like a royal blue. No. 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 It's kind of like a muted gray blue. Why is that so funny? Because muted. The way I said it. Gray? I don't know if I'm remembering. I'm also not looking at it right now, Amanda. Jeez. Brooke. How do you not know the exact color blue of no, my bathroom? I picture bathroom. it as like a medium blue. Royal is like a like this is royal blue that I'm pointing it's to. It's similar to that, Brooke. No, it's, it's not. All right, all right. We're taking a picture <laughs> of my bathroom. We are going to post it on the Facebook group, and everybody's going to tell us what color blue it is. Anyway, Whew. it's got this kind of intense blue. We're just going to call it blue tile all over. And I just had a very kind of uh, shabby chic white shower curtain, which mm-hmm. I really liked. Mm-hmm. But you inspiring me with I your... started with a white shower curtain too and then I right. went with my pink tigers yes you had pink tigers so I we were in this little shop it's not a little shop it's a st- big store in Chile it's my favorite store in Chile every time we go I always do a field trip there it's called Casa Ideas which is like ideas house it's sort of like the marketplace section of Ikea so picture kind of like, right, Ikea. Yeah. 
picture kind of like Ikea without the furniture. And it's really cool because all of it's, it's known for its really cool designs and all of the designs are done by Chileans. Okay. So it's like a Chilean design and all this kind of stuff. So I got a shower curtain there. It's actually kind of similar to these curtains hanging behind you. Okay. In my it's house. a bright, it's a, it's a, no, it's not bright. It's a yellow Kind of a mustardy yellow. I was going to say, these are mustard yellow. Okay. We're not going to disagree on this. No, we're not going to disagree here. on that. It is a mustard yellow and it has jellyfish on it. <gasps> Three huge jellyfish. I can't wait to see it. I didn't really know that it had jellyfish when I bought it because I thought it was just kind of like a cool white splotchy pattern. They're jellyfish and I'm kind of liking it because there's three people in our family. There's three jellyfish on the curtain and I do somewhat miss my white shower curtain, but I can switch out. You can switch out. And I love that it's something that you brought back from a trip, but it's a useful everyday thing that you're going to see every day. Like, that's fun that you're going to get to see something from your favorite store in LA. Yes. I brought back approximately nine things from my favorite store. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see more of them. Yeah. You're going to have to show me the whole collection. Mm -hmm. There's a collection. Okay. Yeah. So that, I mean, I couldn't go any longer without telling you I know. I cannot believe we got through (laughs) our whole first episode back without a description. Remember the shower curtain? You <laughs> saved us. Amanda, I'm a little, little foggy because I did, um, there was a career day at my kid's school for mm-hmm. the fifth grader. So I don't have a fifth grader, but they had had some volunteers that were more in like the medical or corporate space. And they were looking for some different careers to feature. And I was like, you know what? There's some kid in fifth grade at this school that wants to be an artist yes. and they don't know how to be in, uh, you know, yes. an artist and make money doing art. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Man, I tell you, after an hour and 15 minutes of peopling with some fifth graders, oh, yeah. I was, I was really ready for a nap. Yeah. It's a lot. Oh yeah. Did they, did anybody ask you like a pretty funny question? Oh my gosh. They <laughs> had the funniest questions. Like not the funniest. I mean, I, these kids are amazing. Like some of them had really thoughtful questions. One of them asked how much money I make. I declined to answer because I was oh, like, that's so that great. seems kind of personal. Right. He was like, what's your salary? <laughs> wow. How much does your house cost? What yeah. is your social security number? I was like, I'm going to keep that one to myself, but <laughs> I've always been able to make a living as a designer. So thanks for asking. Um, it was so funny. Like, um, you know, I talked to each group for like 20 to 25 minutes. I would talk to like a small group Ooh. and then they would move on to a different mm. profession. And so I talked to three different groups and one kid in the second group, I had been talking for like 10 minutes, you know, all about the work that I do and, and you know, my clients for Curious and Company. And finally he raised his hand. He's like, what's a client? <laughs> uh, you know, you forget that you yes. really have to start from scratch. Right. Like depending on what this kid's parents do for a That's living, amazing. like he's never heard the word client. And I was like, oh my gosh, buddy. Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> Such a good question. I love that because not everybody would like have the guts to be like, okay, let's get back to basics here. Right. right. Exactly. So I kind of had to take it back to basics. I had some of my work samples out. Like one of them saw one of my planners and was like, I like lemons. Can you make me a notebook that looks <laughs> like this? Can I take this? It was like, sounds like me. You cannot take this, but you can tell your parent to go to balancebound.co and they can buy it sounds for like you. Me. I'm always like, you know, Brooke, I need like a pad that has 64 pages. I would like, lemons and you know it was just so funny like it was sitting in front of him and he was like can I have this (laughs) um they were very sweet but it is so funny like when you're used to only interacting with like your kids Mm. and maybe there are a few Mm -hmm. friends or like our neighborhood friends you know I'm used to like a certain group of kids man 
everybody's just real different. Oh, other people's kids. I'm like, wow, your house must just be totally different from mine. I know. Even with the sleepover with these other girls coming over, each girl was so incredibly different, like such a different personality. One girl had like half of her head shaved. The other one had, you know, purple. Like they're, they're just, they're just their their own own little little people, individual people. (laughs) I do think it's really cool. I don't know. Thinking back to fifth grade, And I'm sure that there's a lot of a desire to fit in, but there's also just so much individuality now with kids that I'm like, it is really cool that you can be sitting here wearing this like really offbeat, like incredible outfit. Yes. And no one's teasing or anything. I felt like we all just wanted to fit in when I was in fifth grade. Yes. And these kids just want to stand out. And I think it's really cool. Anyway, so I was with a bunch of fifth graders this morning. The thing they were most impressed by was that I designed their yearbook. Because I was like, what can I tell these kids that's really going to blow them away? Because some of them were like, what's the most famous design you've ever done? I'm like, I'm really sorry to disappoint you. But like, I did not design the Nike swoosh. Like I, I'm just, I don't have a lot of famous designs, but guess what? I designed your yearbook. And they were like, oh, really? I was like, yep, I didn't get paid for that one. That was a volunteer. But yeah, anyway. My salary would be higher if the school paid me to do a yearbook. Spend months of my life. No, it's fun. I love doing it. Sometimes. Um, Amanda, on our last episode, we talked a little bit about some of the TV shows we've been watching. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe I forgot to mention Jury Duty. Okay. So I have s- you watched so it. So I saw this come up on the Facebook group. Okay. I saw this come up on the Facebook group. And, and that's where I also found out about somebody somewhere. Okay. It was on the Facebook group. I tried to watch Jury Duty, Brooke. And again, I didn't like it. How far into it did I you get? I only watched like 15 minutes of the first oh, episode. Amanda, you got to get in there a little bit more. Okay. So is the, the premise pre- that is the whole premise that everybody else is an actor on the show except for this one guy. And he doesn't know that it's a fake thing. Correct. But. By the time it, but they're not making fun of him. Okay. Because that's what a concern someone else said was like, is it just like making him look silly? No, honestly, this, the, okay. So the whole premise is that it's this kind of like reality show that's being filmed about being on a jury, Mm -hmm. but everybody except one guy is an actor. Mm -hmm. The guy who's not an actor does not know that everybody around him is an actor, that this is a fake jury. This is a fake case. Mm -hmm. These are not these real people's names. So it's kind of like the Truman show in Mm -hmm. a way. Yes. And it's kind of like the office, how they have like the interviews with people, Mm -hmm. Um, but everybody stays in character. But I will say that by the end of, I think there's eight episodes. By the end of the eight episodes, I was like, protect Ronald. That's the the guy who's not an actor. Protect him at all costs. He is a darling human being who like just wanted to do th- his best by this jury. It has a really sweet ending because he does eventually find out mm-hmm. that this was, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want, I don't want to spoil it. Mm-hmm. 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 Even though I know you, Amanda, love spoilers. Yeah, I do. But I can tell you, give it a couple episodes. It's hilarious. It's heartwarming. And it was just, it was just a real joy. All right. I it's trust free, you. It's on freebie, which is like part of Amazon Prime, but I think anybody can watch it. So it has commercials. But I just, trust you. I mean, you I didn't need, trust me at first with the other I two. Know, and then I told I you know, to give it a few episodes. All right. All right. <sighs> all right. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Okay. All right. Yeah. 
Look me in the eye and tell me <laughs> I don't believe you. I'm going to try because right now I don't have much because I didn't know that was season three and se- season three of the other two and season two of Somebody Somewhere, which are the current shows, that they're dripping them. Like they're oh, only right. releasing one at a time because yes, you're caught up. And so now you and only get I one a week. I don't have anything to do. Yeah. So I do have a fill. I do have an opening. Okay. <laughs> in your schedule. I do have an opening in my schedule. Okay. To watch something. Also, did you read Judy Bloom books when you were younger? Yes. Didn't we all? There's a documentary. I think it was on Netflix, maybe Hulu. I don't know. You can find it called Judy Bloom Forever. Okay. That was just. A delight. Uh, I mean, Judy uh, Bloom, also a national treasure. Yes. Protect her at all costs and just wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got that. Okay. I, got that. I was about to write it down and then I remember. You don't need to write it down. <laughs> don't need to write I'm it here. Down. I'm going to put it in the show notes. Okay. You will, you, you're recording this mm-hmm. hopefully. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. We're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I recording this? Let's check, Brooke. Yep. <laughs> it's recording. <laughs> okay. Wait a second. Um, can I do a sound? Yeah, let's do another sound effect. Um, am I recording? But I want like a <laughs> surprise. We're recording. That doesn't. That doesn't it fit. Works with the whole jury duty discussion. Like, oh yeah, if I had time for that, right? But I was Way looking for more of like a like a celebration one, which I don't see. Okay. I don't think meow is quite appropriate at this mm, moment. Not so much. <laughs> anyway, any any other new updates from you, Amanda, before we take a break? Yeah. The last thing I just want to say, Brooke, is I am loving this weather. This is currently my perfect weather. I have decided that I am a 67 degree person. Yeah. That's as soon as what it I gets want. over like 73. Yeah. I'm like, mm, it's a and little warm. The other thing that I'm realizing about myself with weather is that sometimes when days are beautiful, I have this whole should thing like, oh, I should go do something amazing because the weather is amazing. And I had this in Chile too, because we would get some really beautiful days. What I've realized is like, I like to sit in the weather. I don't need to do anything in the weather. (laughs) Like I just want to sit inside of it. So like I like sitting on a bench outside for me is enough. Yeah. You know, we did this on Mother's Day. Like we, the kids, well, Nick made me breakfast in bed. The kids brought it to me. They brought me a little gift. They let me watch CBS Sunday morning because I'm an old lady and you guys know that I love that show. Yes. And then we really didn't have a lot planned for the rest of the day. So I was like, let's go take a walk. Yes. We walked up to the playground and then we just took a walk through town. We found a nice little shaded bench mm-hmm. that we all sat on and we people watched for like a yes. good half hour. Yes. And it was such a delight. I'm like, yeah. why don't we do this more? Just yeah. sit and enjoy it. Yes. Yeah. I always have this whole, like, I should be out there doing something active. And it's no. like, no, just sit down. Yeah. Just sit down and get a book, get some iced tea. You're good. Um, I think that's like a little bit type A. You know, we, yes. we always feel like we should be doing something, accomplishing yes. something. Yes. I don't need to accomplish something with every waking moment. <laughs> yeah. Put that on a t-shirt, sister. Okay. I will. (laughs) You want me to? Maybe I'll get around to it, even though I make these promises often and I don't do it. But yeah. Um, All right. Well, those were some fun updates. We will be back in a little bit for our main topic. A little deep conversation. A little bit deeper today. See how deep we're going to (laughs) go. Okay. Be right back. Okay. Bye. You're listening to the Good Enough-ish podcast with Amanda Jefferson and Brooke Forey. 
Visit goodenoughish.com for show notes with information from each episode, as well as links to all the places where you can find us on the internet. Now back to the show. We are back. We're back. We're back. Amanda. (laughs) Oh, man. So we buried the lead a little bit. Um, I didn't include something pretty big in our updates because we're going to kind of focus our whole topic on it today. (gasps) It's time for me to reveal. What is it? That remember how on the last episode I was trying to manifest tickets to see a certain pop star certain a certain, pop, certain star pop star by the name of Taylor Swift. So, it just so happened that when you said <laughs> you were going to manifest the tickets for Taylor Swift, I believed in my soul that you were going. I mean, I kind of did too. Yeah. Like I was like I'm going to make this happen. So, she was in New Jersey, East Rutherford, New Jersey, mm-hmm. um, this past weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday came and went, Saturday came and went. And I had been keeping up with a lot of the, you know, the resale sites. No, I, I was just, it was crazy. Tickets right. were going for like thousands of dollars. I, I don't have that kind of money. Right. So what, yeah, what were you keeping track of? So Ticketmaster was still doing like random ticket drops Oh, that, you know, from some different like fan pages and things. I Ticketmaster every so often. At one point, I believe Saturday, I did get in the queue, but there was 2000 people ahead of me. I was like, oh, I'm not getting gosh. this. Like, At this point, they're dropping like 15 tickets here or there. It's just, it's bananas, which points to a larger problem with the system and bots and people, you know, actual fans not being able to get tickets. That's a whole other thing that has to. We're just worried about you getting a ticket. We're just worried about me getting a ticket. Yes. And... So I kind of kept up with that. And there's like some Twitter pages and and Facebook groups that were trying to help people that had extra tickets resell their tickets at face value. Mm -hmm. And the whole point of that is because they're not, you know, this isn't people trying to make a profit. It's like literally people trying to get tickets in the hands of actual fans. And it all sounds kind of ridiculous to a point, but this is a huge, incredible tour. Yeah. A lot of us have not seen concerts in a very long time. I ha- I did go to two concerts last summer, mm-hmm. and but like I love a concert. I love live music. When I was younger, I mean, I would spend my whole summer going to concerts, Bruce Springsteen and Bon Jovi. And like, I just, I went to concerts. That was my thing. So basically... Sunday morning. Um, it was her last, the last day she was really going to be on the East Coast anywhere that I could like reasonably drive to. Yeah. And Sunday morning, I'm refreshing um, Ticketmaster, just seeing if there's any more drops. I'm looking at the Twitter pages, the Facebook pages. Nothing's coming up. Yeah. At 11.46 a.m. 11.46. 11.46, exactly. Uh-huh. I, I looked back at the, the uh-huh. Uh-huh. text thread. Our friend Jackie... Mm-hmm. Who you actually introduced me to? So I got you tickets to. Taylor I mean, Swift. this all this comes back to what you. This, down this to. all comes down to you. But Beautiful. isn't it You're funny? Welcome. But I was thinking on the <laughs> on the eventual drive there. I was thinking like, isn't it interesting how these connections we make? Yes, turn into something. So yes, it is all thanks to you. You're Amanda. welcome. But 
you know, I was still in my pajamas, literally. I was like cleaning. This was a long holiday weekend. I get this text from our friend Jackie, who we met via Tiffany Hahn's program. She's a fellow designer and lives near me. So we've had lunch a few times, whatever. Kind of, you know, not Uh related, but it just goes to show that the people you know who know that you're trying to do something, and she's a huge Taylor Swift fan. Uh Uh-huh. Um, she thought of me when she saw that someone she knew had a friend who could no longer go to that night's show because she was sick. Um, and this because were you posting on Facebook and everything? I had posted a couple times, like, hey, if anybody has okay, extra so she tickets, had seen that you were looking. She knew that I was looking. When the first Ticketmaster drop came months ago, she was asking me if I got the resale or the okay. pre-sale code and things like that. And she was able to get tickets, but I wasn't. So she says, Listen, um, this friend of a friend who's sick can't go. There's just one ticket. She's trying to sell and she's selling it for face value Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and my first reaction was okay I'm gonna look at this um it was like an Instagram story to see it and I couldn't find it and I told her oh it looks like the ticket's probably gone you know I don't see this post and she says oh it actually looks like she has this to like a closed audience Mm. like just friends and I still see it so I'm gonna message her so at this point I'm thinking okay you know it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen but I'll, I'll pursue this anyway and um she basically wrote back and said, you know, it's this much money. I will be transparent. It was $325. Fine. 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 And she said, it's still available. Here's where you'd be sitting. I know the girl that you'd be sitting with. She's very nice, but like, you're going to be basically paying a stranger who's going to send you this ticket. And I'm like, okay, I guess I trust this situation. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of, you know, blind faith. But at the same time, she's like, no, this is legit. So within half an hour, I had Venmoed a stranger. Uh Uh-huh. And given her... met in a dark alley in in South Philadelphia. No, things are a little more modern (laughs) these days, Amanda. I had um, connected with the friend who I would end up sitting with and you know, kind of cleared this all with Nick. Like, hey, I'm going to be driving to East Rutherford, New Jersey. Are you cool with me spending this money? Are you cool with hanging out with the kids and everybody? And his response, something his grandfather always used to say was, there is no U-Haul behind the hearse. You can't take it with you. (laughs) And they make more money every day. I was like, yep, you're right. Yeah. And so, yeah, within this half hour time period, I had a ticket. Amazing. In my Ticketmaster account, I was scrambling. I was getting showered. I was trying to figure out what to wear. I was packing a small cooler with food and beverages. I know. Your Instagram stories were hysterical. <laughs> I was like, I felt like this I was there with you. Is what the cooler of, like, if this had happened to me 20 years ago, I would have not known what to do with myself. But I'm like, okay, get the cooler, throw in a soda, throw in yes. a cheese stick, a peanut butter perfect bar. Who's going to sponsor us? I like, I just, when you're a mom, you just, you can make it all happen. Yep. You can get that ish together. Yes. So... I, a friend of mine who um, I knew was going, she's a friend from CFIT where I work out. I messaged her. She's like, okay, you want to park in lot J. Okay. That's going to be your easiest exit later to get to the New Jersey Turnpike. Like she helped me. So I'm like, okay, Nick, find 
Lot J, send me a pin on Google Maps. Okay. Like, had all this figure out. You're reaching out. You're outsourcing. I am about to walk out the door and Paige loses a tooth. It's oh. like, what else? It was just hilarious that yeah. like all of this is happening. So I was all excited. She lost the tooth. I am on the road by 2.40 p.m. Okay. So this is a little over two hours since I found out I got a ticket. I drive to East Rutherford, New Jersey. Don't hit traffic. It's like smooth smooth sailing. sailing. I am in my parking spot by 5 p.m. Eating your uh, your little snacks out of your cooler. Eating my perfect bar, eating my cheese Wait, what time does the concert start? The concert starts at 6.30, but she has two opening acts. So Taylor comes on closer to 8 p.m. Okay. Okay? So I eat my snacks. I I text my friends. Texts uh-huh. are not going through very well, so it's like touch and go. I'm like, will I be able to actually meet up with Sherry? Sherry, this lovely, lovely woman, uh-huh. this lovely friend, she says, I'm in line for merch. Would you like a t-shirt? I said, Sherry, yes, I would. Sherry. Sherry is a hero among heroes. I give her my size. I tell her what I want. She's going to get a shirt for me and Paige. Now, Terry is there. Sherry is Sherry. there by herself. Sherry is also with friends. Oh, she lives okay. close to I me I thought it media. was Sherry and this friend that were going and the friend had to bail and Sherry was No, still this going. is a different oh. friend. The friend that I am sitting with... I have never yet met in person. Okay. So Sherry just happens to be another friend of mine who I know is going, Mm -hmm. and she's giving me the intel and the inside scoop. So Sherry's getting my merch for me because I'm probably not going to have time to get in like the merch lines. Once I eat and kind of get my bearings and drop a pin because I have no sense of direction. Uh So I- Oh, you dropped a pin where you parked Where I parked because I am by myself at MetLife Stadium with 70 plus thousand. You did your future self a favor I did my future self a favor. I get in the stadium. At this point, I've also heard from my friend Eric, who I have not seen in 10 years. Uh But Eric and I work together many, many jobs ago. He is there tonight too. Eric, I text Eric. I say, I'm parked. Are we meeting? How are we, how are we bringing this together? Eric and his husband and a friend are getting a drink at a bourbon bar directly behind my section. It could not be more perfect. Yes. I meet Sherry. I get the shirts. I meet Eric. I have a beverage. I catch up with him after 10 long years. We bond over our love of Taylor. And then I am in my seat by 730. Within this seven-hour time span, all of these things that have happened, it was just delightful. And listen, I'm not going to say that, like, there's some magical thing in the universe that, like, I just thought this thing and it came into existence and I manifested it. But I truly believe that, like, when you do put good out into the universe and when you connect with the people in your life, because ultimately this whole experience was all about the people. Correct. Jackie is a lovely friend who, I mean... I don't know her super, super well. We connect over design. Right. She We've didn't have to reach a few out times. and be like, hey. Right. right. Like, she has plenty of other friends who are Taylor Swift fans. But, like, because we have exchanged kindnesses in the past and, um, you know, we're in this design network and she knows you. And we I just... exchanged kindnesses. Right. Yes. And like, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> and then Sherry, who didn't have to... I mean, she was already standing in the merch line getting shirts. But, like, people were being Sherry so thoughtful. To be this kind person who I see at CFIT, but, like, I don't know a lot about her otherwise. Mm-hmm. It's just the kindness of people I that know. brought this event 
to my life and $325 (laughs) and some smackaroos. So that's a a bit of a probably more story than anyone wanted to hear. But I want to take it back a little bit and just kind of tell you why. Going to this concert was important yes. to me because yes. I'm 42. Like, I, you know, <laughs> I think a lot of like Taylor Swift fandom does tend to be slightly younger women. And I am by no means like her number one fan, but I love her. And it's also been like a pretty trying time. Like, we've all, we all went through COVID. It's been a trying year. Um, a few weeks ago, um, our family did suffer a pretty shocking loss yeah, of a twenty-something yeah. family member in a car accident, yeah. and it was just incredibly heartbreaking. Not yeah. only, I mean, this was a family who also suffered a huge loss of their mother seven years ago, um, and it just there's there's no way of making sense of a shock lo- like that. Yeah, and this was Nick's side of the family, and. Um, you know, having to explain that to kids who knew him. It it was just, yeah, it was really terrible. And it's also just been like a hard time managing everyone's mental health. And, you know, it's just, it's been hard. It's life has felt challenging at times lately. And I don't think I realized quite how important going to this concert was to me, I just felt like I needed a win. Yeah. I wasn't able to get tickets to the Philly show. I wasn't, I tried to get, you know, the last minute tickets to that around Mother's Day weekend and that never happened. And I just felt like I needed a win from yeah. a, a little boost. You needed to complete the stress cycle. Yeah. And it was, yeah. I mean, it, it, it was complete the stress cycle. As we talked about in the burnout book, because we spend so much time addressing our stressors yes. and we don't necessarily spend the time addressing the stress that the stressors create. Yes. So your body needed to laugh and cry and cheer and, and sing, sing and dance and, have and a release friends. Yes. And like you needed that. Yes. And like I literally was in thera- a release. Exactly. A, a release. I was in therapy a couple weeks ago, you know, and that was was the first time that I cried about this family member's passing because it was like, it was a shock. You just, and there still has not been a funeral that's happening in a couple weeks because of getting family members, you know, getting family together. And so it still feels like unresolved uh, grief and loss. And, but like, so literally this therapy session a couple weeks ago was the first time that I, I cried about this loss and was like, it's just so unfair. And it's, you know, and it's terrible and all of these things. <laughs> and it, my therapist was probably like, really? But I was like, and I just wanted to go see <laughs> Taylor Swift. Like it, there was just something bigger yeah, at play that yeah. I, I just needed this win. So anyway, I'm rambling a little bit, but all that was to say that, that this all happened. And I think that something that's so, that's resonated so much with me about Taylor Swift is that, Um, you know, I first started listening to her music in like the early aughts. So like 2008 ish. Okay. When you are how old? 28. 28. Okay. So, you know, getting familiar with her music. And at that point she had been like the teen country star, you know, and kind of transitioning into more poppy music. But I did, you know, it was kind of like, oh, you listen to Taylor Swift. Like it wasn't, it wasn't as common for, I guess, a woman my age, but I really connected with her songs and her songwriting because I felt like she accurately represented and expressed like what it feels like to be a teen girl that 
it brought to light so many double standards that I feel like as women, we have worked through those. We have some dogs here with us. <laughs> We're just going to, it's fine. There are dogs. There are dogs here. Your dogs are, all of your dog family is joining us today. Um, and so, and I feel like as, you know, when I started listening to her in my late 20s, early 30s, like I started to connect more with um, the ways that I had maybe been told to shove down some of what's like the frivolous or fluffy passions and creative pursuits and fandoms that I think girls in particular are often, we're often kind of looked down upon for, you know, there can be, men can cry over a Super Bowl and be super interested in a sports team or um, a sport. But for some reason, when a woman is, or a girl is really interested in a singer or a activity or something, we're often kind of looked down upon. Yeah. And I feel like growing up in the 80s and 90s, that is absolutely something we experienced. Mm -hmm. So to me, Taylor was just kind of like, I'm here, I'm saying these things that wasn't, that weren't cool to say as a young woman or these heartbreaks that I'm expressing as a teenager that may not seem like a big deal in your 20s and 30s, but when you're young, Mm -hmm. those things really you really it's feel huge. them. You feel them it's deeply huge. and they are consequential to the woman that you become. So I just, I always connected with her songs and, um, and I think now listening back to some of those songs as a 42 year old woman, um, I think that they still hold true. They still ring true. Mm. And I connect with them in a different way. If you are a person who listens to the song The Best Day Mm. from her album Fearless and you don't get teary, Mm. you are dead inside. (laughs) Well, I got to listen to it. Everyone's assignment now. It's this. And that's a song about like her a day with her mom Mm. and the hurt of being, you know, a teen who is dealing with mean friends and just not knowing really where you fit in in life and being scared of things and having fears and like your mom just kind of being that person who gets you and isn't scared of anything even though now as a mom I know that we are scared of things oh, yeah. but we just have a way of comforting our children so her she just means a lot to me yeah. and and the show was amazing I'm not even like well, yeah, I'm the, talking so much about the getting there right but yes. the, yeah seeing on the Instagram stories just seeing like all the outfit changes and the mm-hmm. like the it definitely felt like different songs were completely different experiences yes. and like just the energy of the crowd and just circling back to what you were saying about I mean I'm somebody who Isabel's 11 now yeah and like very much entering adolescence and I'm reading a lot of books about adolescence and stress and anxiety. And there was a huge report that came out recently about like the dire straits of like mental health of young girls today. And I think that's why so many girls and women connect with Taylor because she voices so much of what, you know, like these are big deals. These aren't just like, oh, little teenage crushes. And no. like, these are your, this is coming of age, yes. you know, and yeah. it's big and it's huge. And um, everything that happens to Isabel now, whether it's school problems or self-esteem or friend issues, it's huge. Mm-hmm. It's huge in her mind. Mm-hmm. And not and recognizing that and being there for her and mm-hmm. you know 
So, yeah. So I feel like we need to maybe bring more Taylor Swift into our life. Honestly. I mean, I, so, you know, I didn't have a lot of time to consider my outfit like a lot of the Swifties did. You looked adorbs, Well, thanks. I wore my concert dress. I totally, (laughs) it's the same dress that I wore to Brandi Carlisle last summer when it was, it was also an outdoor venue and it was hot. And so it has this little cutout in the back because it's nice and cool. You get a little breeze. Yeah. And I wore my sensible shoes. (laughs) I was like, I'm my mom with, or I am a mom with my fanny pack and my Nikes and my like plaid dress. I felt very mom-like, but at the same time, like seeing women and girls expressing themselves with really fun outfits. I was like texting my mom pictures. was like, look at these adorable, sparkly kids and women exchanging friendship bracelets. And it just, it was really fun to see people expressing themselves. And during songs, you know, there was young girls and older women alike feeling emotions and crying and singing. And I was dancing in my seat and I did not care what a single person, nobody was looking at me. So it didn't matter. Everybody's so immersed in the moment. But to feel that and to see what other people connected with. And there was different songs that you could tell meant things to different people. And when you have that in the world and you're a young person, and I shouldn't just say women, obviously I'm a woman and I connect with her, but I saw plenty of men there feeling their feelings. And I think that's an incredible thing because men are often told not to be vulnerable and and express their feelings in this way. But I think, you know, what you're saying about adolescence right now, like we are seeing high rates of suicide and depression and horrible things because I think that these things you feel when you're younger, yes, when you're older, you can have that perspective and know like, I got through these things. They maybe weren't that big of a deal, but when they feel that big to you when you're young, we need people like Taylor or Billie Eilish or whoever, Olivia Rodrigo, whoever is your person that's saying what you're feeling is so important to coming of age. And I feel like Taylor's great obviously she's an incredibly famous person incredibly wealthy but you can look at her journey and see like she did make it through this and i think so many young girls need to see that and are inspired by her and feel some hope for whatever they're going through that there's a way to get through it yeah and i just admire her so much for just how freaking smart and yes I mean, just to be still so successful in this industry, like mm-hmm. we joke about that show, The Other Two, that mm-hmm. talks so much about like the industry. Mm-hmm. And what's terrifying about that show is probably that like, it's probably like 90% accurate. Absolutely. <laughs> in terms of just how bonkers the industry is. I mean, we've talked about Jessica Simpson. We've talked about Sally Fields. We talked about women in the industry and how freaking hard it is. And to be the savvy businesswoman that she is mm-hmm. and to emerge just so incredibly successful and talented and brilliant through all of these adolescent changes. Yeah. It's just really admirable to see. And yeah, I mean, I'm wearing my Indigo Girls t-shirt today. I'm so glad. I did not wear my Taylor tee today because Paige wore hers and I felt a little nerdy. I was like, (laughs) are you going to be embarrassed if I wear a matching Uh t-shirt? She's like, maybe. Um, But like, I just remember being in high school and Women singer songwriters mm-hmm. were my absolute savior. In my used, life. Oh yeah, I used to actually, you know, um, back then you didn't 
you didn't necessarily get lyrics. So you, I would listen to the songs like play, stop, play, stop, play, stop, write the lyrics down and writing the lyrics down was almost like my journal. Oh, so yeah. people like Indigo Girls and Tori Amos and people like that, that were talking mm. about really difficult things. And um, yeah, it was such an outlet. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so funny. I saw my friend Jill the other day. She's my oldest friend. She's a listener of a listener of the pod. Hey, Jill. Um, but she and I, you know, went to see Tori Amos when we were 12. Mm. And I've talked before about how it was that transition between like the teeny bopper music kind of yes. and the more like soulful, really um, deep yeah. songwriting about deeper and harder experiences that it was like that window to, oh, this is how someone is expressing themselves and these hard feelings, even though she, you know, Tori Amos was older than us. It was like, we just really connected and Jill still sees her every time she comes around on tour. And, um, you know, she's just someone like, I love how Jill, her life has followed so much of Tori's career and um, it is such a personal thing to her. And so I don't know. Yeah, just the whole it really bothers me when people, you know, have the the eye roll or the, um, you know, just kind of like, oh, isn't that cute kind of reaction to girls loving Taylor Swift or or whoever it is, because this is so, it's so deeply important to who they're becoming. Yeah. I think that's an amazing thing. Right. So, um, yeah. And what you were saying, I mean, just about how savvy of a business person she is. And I will say she was, I mean, aside from when she left the stage to change her costume, it was, she was on stage for three hours and 20 minutes. Wow. That is phenomenal night to do after that night right, after night to do that three nights in a row in New Jersey, and then she's going somewhere else in a couple of days. And I mean, vocally, she sounded amazing to be able to move around that stage the way she does and the way her dancers do. And it was just, it was an incredible performance. I love to see the art of it. Yeah, um, yeah. And I won't go, you know, what my favorite part. I, I don't need no, to. You captured that. so much of it. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't even matter to me. Like what? So many people ask me what my favorite song. I'm like, I don't know. I loved all of them. It It was just the whole holistic experience. The whole holistic experience. The um, most like spiritual. Honestly was. It was so funny. My friend Kelly, she had gone to the Philly shows and she was like, get ready for church, like all caps, just because it it does feel like that intense experience Mm -hmm. when you experience music like that on that kind of scale around people who get it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I love I'm Taylor Swift. So love thrilled that. for you. Thanks. And I feel like, yeah, we need to get more Taylor Swift into my life. Yeah, you I think, do. I'm I think gonna I'm going to make, make you... this the summer of Taylor. Oh, you're going to, what are you, uh, you going to do? So, you know, there's this great website called Setlist. I'm obviously there's plenty of places that you can find like the actual set list that she played. Um, my friend Matt, when we went to see Taylor, uh, when we went to see Brandy Carlisle last summer, he was telling me about this website where you can basically create an account and you can track all of the different shows that you go to. He's someone, uh, he lives in New York. He goes to a ton of shows. And so he, you can go in and like the different night of a show for an artist, you can, you know, say I was here and it tracks the exact set uh, list for that show. Uh, so I might make myself a little playlist of the show that I attended um, and re-listen to it. And it was, yeah. it, it was great. 
great. But yeah, I love that tell she me, does. You need to tell me like my must listen. Must listens. Okay. Yes. I will yes. say that the 10 minute version of All Too Well did not disappoint. Oh. Um, I missed. So Phoebe Bridgers was, she had two opening acts. Um, Phoebe Bridgers came on shortly after I walked into MetLife Stadium, but that was when I met up with my friend Eric for a drink. Mm-hmm. And to me, that that trumped seeing it. I, I don't know Phoebe Bridgers' music well, but seeing connecting with an old friend was like such a wonderful yes. part of of the day too. So yeah, yeah it was oh just my wonderful. Gosh, the glow is just emanating. Oh, thanks. The Someday. glow, the glow, the yeah. most Taylor. Glow. So we're gonna make you a Taylor fan yet. Um, oh yeah, that's. Uh, uh, yeah, I just that's that's all. <laughs> yeah, I am excited. I, I think, ramble fast. Yeah, I think it's just one. She's just one of those artists that, like, just for some reason, I never dove into. But yeah. I am absolutely excited to. Okay, good. I'm gonna make that happen. Okay, okay. Well, we're gonna take a little break, yeah. and we will be right back. Okay, okay. Hey, listeners, Amanda here. One of the best ways to support this podcast is by leaving positive ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you're on an iPhone, find that purple podcast app, search for Good Enough-ish, scroll down to the ratings and reviews sections to tap five stars and write your own review. You might even get a shout out on the show. Your support means so much and will help new listeners find us. Thanks so much. Now back to the show. We are back. We're back. Thank you, everyone, for listening to my love fest. Even if you're not a Taylor fan, I hope you enjoyed the story of how that whole experience came together. And I'm going to make you all a Taylor playlist. Yes. Like a, maybe like an intro to Taylor. And listen, I'm not as invested in her, like, like I don't know every lyric. I know a lot of them. But, yeah. like, there's still some songs that I don't know as well. I'm not, like, a true Swifty. I am in my own way. But... I, I feel like if you need an intro to Taylor, yeah, I'm your girl. You're your you're our girl. Yeah, but okay. if we need like a more detailed like Taylor deep dive, we'll bring our our friend Jackie on. Yeah, she's she knows it all, and I she's know. younger we than keep us. Talking, she's more of the she's more of Taylor's age, so she really grew up with Taylor. Like you know, speaking of coming of age, like yes, when sorry, I'll stop talking about Taylor soon, but. <laughs> We're gonna change it to the Taylor Swift podcast. It's fine. I would like just to hear today. from te- pe- I would like to hear from people. People. Yeah. <laughs> listeners. <laughs> listeners. Listeners. I would love to hear from you. Two different things. One, like, what's your Taylor experience? Yes. Like, what's your connection? And two, have you manifested something really cool yeah. before? Yeah. Something like that. You and know? if you have like a favorite Taylor song, because it was funny, mm. Eric was hoping that she would play Long Live, which she did not because she has some surprise songs that pop up on yes. every show. Um, and then someone else mentioned Cornelia Street. Some One of her surprise songs ended up being Clean, which is a song that I really love. Um, and it's funny how people just have those songs that resonate with them in some way. You know, yeah. Sherry has a tattoo with some Taylor lyrics. So wow. I love hearing what the different songs are that people really connect with. Like, I cry yeah. every time I hear The Best Day. But everybody, everybody's different. So tell us your Taylor tell moment, your Taylor, your Taylor song, yeah, and what else have you feel like you've manifested either just with positive thinking or with, you know, what you put out into the world with the people in your life. And yeah, yeah I'm big that. into that. Like my, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but my friend Jocelyn always teases me because I'll say things like, oh, I'm going to work at Wharton. 
And she'll be like, oh, really? You have a job interview? And I'm like, uh-uh, no, nope. I don't. But I'm just going to work there. And I'm she's just like, make it happen. Okay. Yeah. And then I do. Because I say that I do and I believe that I will. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that, but like, and then I worked my tail off. Oh, of course. To actually get that job at Wharton. Yes. But like, I just said it out loud and I believed it. Even like starting this business, I was like, oh, hey, friends over nachos. Like, by the way, I'm going to quit my job and start a really successful business. And you right. guys are like, yes, you are. Yes, you You are. absolutely are. And yes, you have. And yes, I did. Boom. Okay. Okay. We are Amanda. real. We are just changing gears here. No more Taylor today. Promise. No, I don't promise that. But Amanda, tell me what's sparking joy for you right now. Taylor Swift. No, I'm just, uh. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Okay. So, you know, on our recent trip to Chile, I I have this email that I send out every week-ish that's called Amanda's Top Three. And I did a couple of, I did about 10 different favorite travel hacks. These are so useful. These were useful. I thought they were really good. And so I, I was really good about, like, as I was packing for Chile, being like, ooh, I want to tell people about this. I want to tell people about this. So I want to share three of them today because it's true travel season and mm -hmm. people are starting to gear up and we will add the links to these in the show notes. Yes. The first one that I want to share is, and I found this at the AAA travel store, which have you ever been to the AAA travel store? No, but you have showed, we have talked about this. It's still good for any newer listeners. You have told, you've showed me this and it's, oh, have we lovely. talked about this? We on have the on the podcast. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. But tell us again. All right. So, so I got this. Where is the AAA store, okay. first of all? Well, um, it's in Westchester. Okay. And a lot of times AAAs are like mechanic shops. Okay. And then they have stores inside of them because they're also like travel agents. Yes. I mean, I've seen like a travel -A agency, but I, I would have never gone there to buy a travel you know, a helping right. a think, device to help me travel. Right. And like, the, like there are also places like... I had to go in there to get my fingerprints done for the child abuse clearance. Oh, so you they can have do that at AAA. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good because I need to re up that's mine. A good tip. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I just happened to be browsing and I found this multi charger. So I want to mention again the multi charger, which is basically something that you plug into the wall just once, mm -hmm. but it has four USB ports. Mm -hmm. And if you're traveling internationally, it also comes with little adapters that just slide right onto the multi charger. When um at, at your house on your desk, mm -hmm. I have seen a multi-charger stand. Am I being correct? You know where I got this? I oh, okay. I'm gonna uh, yes. This is why, a future because it's new and I got I it, saw it through a subscription, but I can't tell you yet. I, okay. I, it's All it's right. a surprise. I saw it and but they yes, liked it. I do and I have, talk about it. I do have a little stand that you can put a bunch of USB. It reminds me of what I'm talking about. Okay. But what, what, what does drive me nuts is that Apple devices now don't all have USB ports. So this is a whole right, other that's problem. A whole but other. Talk it's about a whole friction. other problem. Okay. But continue. Okay. Sorry. All right. The second thing. So that's number one, the multi-charger. Number two is a luggage scale. Because I feel like the airlines are getting real strict oh, on yeah. having to pay for your luggage and things being a certain size and a certain weight. And so because we were going to Chile for a really long period of time, five weeks, I knew we were going to be packing our suitcases to the gill. Yeah. And I did not want any surprises. I hate that thing where you get there and you open one suitcase up and you got to move the shoes over and like redistribute the weight. That's stressful. So, it, very stressful. Yeah. So I got this little luggage scale where you just, it's like a pull up kind of thing where you strap 
it onto your suitcase and you pull it up. Oh. And wait. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's like a pull up type of thing. Okay. Um, We'll link to it. So for example, my weight limit for my suitcase to Chile was 50 pounds. Of course. And when I weighed it, it was 49.9 pounds. Beautiful. Beautiful. Now, can you tell me about how much your luggage scale or like what what's the price range because you figure if you go over with one suitcase it's what an extra 50 50 bucks it could be up to like a hundred bucks so it's totally worth i'm assuming it pays this for luggage itself. scale oh yeah i think it costs me i'm gonna say it either cost me like 10 or 15 dollars oh oh my gosh yes totally affordable and, and worth it light if you travel enough, a lot especially. yes and it's light enough that if you think you're going to be doing a lot of shopping you can bring it with you and even weigh it on the way back so that you're not getting hit on the but way back. But then you got to account for the weight <laughs> of the luggage the scale. Weight of the luggage yeah, scale. But, it's okay. a little meta. Okay. What's our third okay, thing? Okay. The third one is my ode to Turkish towels. Okay. So I have one. I think it's called no home and home and loft home and loft turkish towels i love this thing i give them as gifts to everyone it's just a very lightweight lovely towel but it can also be a scarf mm-hmm. it can be a beach blanket it can mm-hmm. be whatever i practically carry one like in my i had one in my backpack at chile in chile every single day and i used it almost every single day for some it. reason. And you like, look very chic and like exactly. travel savvy. You're like, oh, I'm a local. I'm I know. Because, I mean, it kind of looks like a pashmina. It does. Yeah. It looks like a pashmina. And I swear to God, I use the thing every single day. They're a little Love bit it. pricey, but um, they're about like $50. Okay. So, but um, like I said, they're a good graduation gift. Oh, that is a great I actually gave gift. one to my niece, Ella, and she joined me at the pool this week and had her Turkish towel with her. And she's actually going to college out in San Diego. So I know she's going to be using it like crazy out there. Perfect. So those are my sparking joys. So the multi-charger, the luggage scale, and the Turkish towel. Okay. Check, check, three for one today. Great joy sparkers. Yes. Okay. What are you doing to do your future self a favor? So I am doing something that I need to do because... It would constantly frustrate me. I would be sitting in my car. Why is it that when you're driving or sitting in your car, you always, that's when you notice that you have a hangnail. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It would drive me crazy. You'd and then never I never know that notice them anywhere else except for the car. Is that it, like, right? Yes, Am I the only one that feels this way? It's, hangnails only happen in the car. I, <laughs> I do. Are you, I feel like you're being facetious. I am but, not. Okay. Okay. That is I when I notice them too. Okay. Anyway, so super simple thing, but do you feed yourself a favor? Buy a nail file, emery board, whatever whatever device you use. Just stick it in your little yeah. um, console. console or mm-hmm. glove compartment, whatever mm-hmm. wherever mm-hmm. is convenient for you. Just stick it in there. So when you're sitting at a red light or in a parking lot yes. or the car pickup line, you just get that nail file out and you take care of that hangnail. Yeah. It like, Would you like it's argue- the simplest thing. It's like 89 cents. And yet it used to drive me crazy because I would be sitting in the car, I would have a hangnail and not be able to fix it until I got somewhere and then I would forget about it. And, you know, yes, I do both the file and the clipper. I don't have I don't have the clippers in the because car. Because if you have a hangnail, like the thing hanging off, can well, you actually yeah. file them? I mean, usually for me, it's like a, a broken nail, right. I would say. But yeah, if you have a hangnail, like carefully tear it off and, no, they and say don't tear and them then off. file it. Okay. Uh, right. So I right. so maybe I clippers have like a little too. pouch. Okay. Do your future self a favor. Well, that's taking it to the next <laughs> level. A little nail pouch in your car. Well, no, it's not a nail pouch. It's kind of a tool pouch. It you has do. my yeah. 
um, tire pressure gauge in it. Oh. Yeah. Do you have one of those in your car, Brooke? I don't think so. <laughs> it has my tire pressure gauge. It has my clippers and my file. It has some chapstick. It has some quarters. See, I don't keep chapstick in my car because oh, it, it melts. melts. That's yeah. true. I mean, I don't use like chapstick, whatever I use. That's yeah. true. It does melt. I don't like it when it melts. So yeah, yeah, yeah I just yeah. have the little emery board um, like behind my cup holder. I have a little compartment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But just, you know, do your future self a favor. Love Pick it. up an extra emery board or nail nail clipper, um, and just leave it in your car. Yes, just one of those things. The so trick is, thank you. A lot of times, what I yourself. do is I then take that emery board and put it in my purse. Mm. Right? I'm like, oh, look, an emery board, and then I put it in my purse, and then it's no longer in my car. So don't do that. Yep. Just leave it in Ooh, the vehicle. I just vehicle. thought about another choice marker or future. So I'm not telling oh, you. Okay, I'm adding fine. it to the list. Okay. All right, uh, everybody. Uh, this was a uh, was a delightful one, as always. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for coming on this wild ride with us. All right, everybody. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough Ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.